would you say if I told you that one of the greatest detectives of the 1800s is almost unknown today? This is a person that solved several high-profile cases during their tenure at the Pinkerton Detective Agency, was responsible for the creation of an entire branch within the company, and then ran said branch until they died. Oh, and they also thwarted an attempt to assassinate Abraham Lincoln before he could take office as president. The reason you have likely never heard of this person? Because she was a woman, and while remaining anonymous or underestimated due to her gender, served her well during her time as a detective, ultimately allowing her to pull off the incredible feats I just described, it is a crime that even she would not be able to solve that her name was stricken from the records that her deeds were instead attributed to Alan Pinkerton himself. The last few years, this story and others about incredible unsung women started circulating. It's my turn now to share how one woman revolutionized crime fighting and even, quite possibly, saved the entire union. Ayn Rand said what I can only imagine this strong, female detective must have thought. The question isn't who's going to let me, it's who's going to stop me. I'm Aiden Main. Welcome to Haunting Historia. Her name was Kate Warren. Little information exists detailing her early life. In fact, historians still don't know if she was born in 1833 or 34. The truth of the matter is likely that she led a very uneventful life. After all, in the mid-1800s, women had yet to break the traditions that kept them out of most workplaces. But Warren proved to not much care what tradition had to say when she entered the Pinkerton Detective Agency on a fateful day in 1856. Alan Pinkerton, who founded the agency, met with Warren. He later wrote that she spoke very eloquently, introduced herself as a 23-year-old widow, and asked him if he would make her a detective. Pinkerton must have been startled. Not only was this woman asking him to do something which had never been done before, but she was doing so with such blunt matter-of-factness. Naturally, he was hesitant. He told her employing women in that kind of role simply wasn't customary. Something about her confidence must have stirred something in him, however, because he asked her to explain why she thought she would be a good fit. Warren didn't hesitate. She expertly illustrated that as a woman, she could gain access to places and people that a man simply never could. Pinkerton, obviously impressed, hired Warren. For better or worse at that time, was yet to be seen. But it didn't matter. History had been made. Kate became the world's first female detective.
Not long after that momentous meeting, Detective Warren received her first big assignment. True to his word, Pinkerton gave her a real chance to prove herself as a law enforcement officer. It would have been all too easy to simply give her a title and send her to collect information on petty crimes of little to no significance. He sent her to Montgomery, Alabama, where the robbery of the Adams Express Company was making national headlines. Nathan Maroney had been suspected of embezzling $10,000 from the company, but the vice president, Maroney's would-be accuser, had no proof of any misconduct. Maroney was a model employee with a sterling reputation. The company attempted an internal investigation, ultimately finding nothing and writing the money off as a loss. A few months later, however, an additional 40,000 went missing from a station in Montgomery. Once again, the company suspected Nathan Maroney. Once again, they conducted an investigation. But this time, they reached out to Alan Pinkerton and his detective agency to lend a hand. Several detectives and spies were sent, including Mrs. Kate Warren. She set up shop in Alabama and began to worm her way into Southern society. She picked up the customary accent and turned herself into the epitome of a sophisticated Southern lady. That was when she set out to do what she promised when Pinkerton hired her to find the truth in places it would be impossible for a man to enter. She approached the suspect's wife, referred to in James Horan's historical account, The Pinkertons, the detective dynasty that made history, as Belle, and befriended her. Convincing Belle that she too was married to a criminal, Warren slowly persuaded Maroney to open up to her about Mr. Maroney. The details of her psychological warfare on Mrs. Maroney could likely warrant an entire episode. Suffice it to say, Warren got what she needed, and then some. Belle not only confided what her husband had done, but she also helped Kate recover nearly all of the 40,000 of the second heist. Pinkerton later wrote, referring to Warren, she succeeded far beyond my utmost expectations, and I soon found her an invaluable acquisition to my force. So successful was Kate Warren within the Pinkerton Detective Agency that Pinkerton began to hire more and more women to be detectives. They became known as Lady Pinkertons, or Pinks for short. And just like their male counterparts, the Pinks developed a reputation for getting the job done. Whether they were pretending to be meek and fragile, or lithe and seductive, the Pinks could adapt to any situation. Alan Pinkerton observed in his memoirs I intend to still use females whenever it can be done judiciously. I must do it, or sacrifice my theory, practice, and truth. I think I am right, and if that is the case, female detectives must be allowed in my agency. Kate, being the first hired and the most accomplished, received the honor of being in charge of all the pinks. 
They would go on to serve their country during the Civil War, providing critical intel to the Union. Warren traveled with Pinkerton himself, and together they masqueraded as a Southern married couple. They attended parties and gatherings of Confederates, finding all they could that might help the Union, and sending that info through their vast network back north. There are some, Pinkerton's own family included, who believe that Warren and Pinkerton had an affair. They say proof of this is in how friendly Pinkerton was with Warren. Whether or not this is factual remains a debate in historical circles. Twelve years Kate Warren devoted to the Pinkerton Detective Agency, during which time she uprooted every previous notion about women and what they were capable of. She died in 1868 of pneumonia. One obituary read, In her career, while she lived, she developed that her sex could do so much more than had ever before been ascribed to their sphere. More than that, she saved the United States and is directly responsible for how our country looks today. Stay tuned after the break to hear more. This episode of Haunting Historia was written and produced by me, Aiden Maine, with music by John Bjork. As a man, I can't begin to understand the struggles women have faced for millennia. What I can do is stand with them as they continue to work towards the kind of equality that we should have had for quite a while now, and to tell the stories that might have been forgotten or looked over. Haunting Historia is my way of bringing these and other tales back into the light. If you'd like to join the community, meet me over on Twitter at hhistoriapod. Or, if you'd like to donate to the show, visit my Patreon using the links in the episode description. And as always, if you have a story you think should be told, reach out via email at stories at hauntinghistoria.com or using the contact form on hauntinghistoria.com. The election of 1860 proved to be both a tense one and a highly influential one. America was already feeling something brewing below the surface. But when the Republican nominee from Illinois won, it set the country on an inevitable path towards war. Abraham Lincoln, long before he signed the Emancipation Proclamation, was hated and scorned by many Southerners and a plan hatched to try and eliminate him before he could ever step foot in office. At the time, whispers floated around of a bigger plot to blow up the Capitol and seize key pieces of Washington, D.C. Part of that plan involved killing Lincoln during his 11-day whistle-stop inaugural tour from Springfield, Illinois to Baltimore, Maryland. Several people begged for the president-elect 
cancel the tour for his own safety. But Lincoln wouldn't hear of it. So, Pinkerton sent his best agent to Baltimore in an attempt to find out what the plan was. Kate Warren, going by the names Mrs. Cherry and Mrs. Barley, slipped into the southern accent she picked up during the case in Alabama, pinned a black and white cockade to her dress to signal allegiance to the South, and danced her way into the lives of secessionists in Baltimore. Before long, she uncovered what she believed to be the most plausible plan. They intended to attack as Lincoln got into the carriage that would take him from his Pennsylvania train to the one that would take him to D.C. It took a while and an explanation of the plan, but Lincoln eventually agreed to what Pinkerton and Warren had come up with. Kate reserved four tickets in a sleeping berth, tipping the conductor to keep the car unoccupied despite the first-come, first-served nature. They dressed the president-elect in a large, old overcoat, a soft hat, and possibly a shawl, depending on the account. Warren escorted Lincoln as if he were her sickly, too-tall brother. They stayed in the sleeping berth all the way to D.C., Warren keeping watch all night. When Lincoln arrived, Waldo Porter Johnson, a peace delegate in Washington, reportedly blurted out, how the devil did he get through Baltimore? Because, Mr. Johnson, the secessionists, like so many before and after them, ignored a woman just down the way. Abraham Lincoln made it safely to his inauguration, became the 16th president of the United States, and changed history. And Kate Warren inspired the famous motto of the Pinkerton Detective Agency, We Never Sleep. enjoyed this episode of Haunting Historia, then consider leaving a like and a comment. I love doing this podcast. My life is quite chaotic at the moment, which means that regular uploads might not be within my ability for the foreseeable future. If you're a fan of the show and want to be notified when I'm capable of producing new content, subscribe wherever you prefer to listen. Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Also, consider following the H Historia Pod Twitter account, where you can find all the latest HH news. Because you don't want to miss out on all the wonderful stories coming down the line. Whatever you are, be a good one. Abraham Lincoln.